When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Uh, 10.03 in basketball now. The Sales NBL is going full steam ahead into the final rounds before the finals weekend takes place at Event Finder Stadium in Auckland next month. There are just three rounds remaining in the regular season and competition for a top six finish to qualify for the postseason is heating up. Meanwhile, uh, the GJ Gardner Tawii Basketball Aotearoa is going great guns as well in its uh, inaugural season. Highlighted by Tiana Clark's uh, record-breaking performance uh, for the final Sunday, dropping 11 three-pointers, the most in professional women's basketball in New Zealand. Joining us now is uh, the general manager of both leagues, uh, Hugh Bain. And Hugh, good morning to you. We're almost at the end of the third round of uh, Tauihi. How has the new league been received by both the players and the basketball community at large? Good morning, Smithy. Uh, better than I think we ever expected, which has you know, been so awesome to see. I've been lucky enough to be around at most of the games in person and talking to the players and coaches and fans. And, yeah, it's gone down so well, obviously, exclamation point put on it on Sunday by Tiana, which was uh, incredible to see and awesome to be at. Um, so, and that, you know, that got overseas interest as well. So, no, it's going really well. The, the, the players, you know, I can't speak for all of them, but the ones I've spoken to are just enjoying it, loving it, loving being in the professional environment, loving traveling home and away to games with, you know, world-class coaches and teammates. And uh, it's going really well. Okay, so uh, these things are often uh, governed or guided by attendance and viewing numbers. How are they looking? Yeah, good. You know, attendance is certainly better than we thought uh, they would be in Toihi. You know, started off with a hit and a roar in a sold-out stadium in Christchurch. This Saturday at Christchurch Arena, uh, they're expecting 6,000 people at the game. It's a double-header with the uh, Poakai taking on the Kahu first, followed by the uh, Canterbury Rams taking on the Nelson Giants in the South NBL. So, a sold-out Christchurch Arena awaits on Saturday, which would be the biggest, uh, we would be, we think, the uh, biggest ever crowd for a women's game uh, in New Zealand. So, uh, fingers crossed they can get that done. They've sold over 5,000 tickets already, so that's huge. But, you know, generally around the country, it's been really good, you know, and, and good with a tough schedule because of the overlap with the men's, which wasn't supposed to happen but did because of uh, COVID that we had to put the men's season back. You know, these Tohi games are on tough nights. They're Tuesday night at 7 o'clock, Monday night at 7 o'clock. That's not great timing um, for kids or anything like that, or even for adults with work the next day. So even up against those circumstances, the crowds have been really good. You've got uh, an unbeaten side in the northern Kahu, and you've got a side in the southern Hoho who have yet to win. Are you um, overall pretty happy with the spread of the talent, the way the franchises have shaped up? 
Yeah, and they've had a tough down south. You know, they've had a couple of really close losses, and they get better and better every time they take the court. Uh, they've had a little bit of disruption. They've had a little bit of injury as well. And, you know, such is sport. We'd love every game to be super close and every league to be super close. And we're certainly getting there with the men. And But the other four teams at the moment, and even the Hoiho who are pushing everyone right now, uh, the games are close, the games are tight. This Kahu side is relentless, though, led by Talia Tupaya. They are just uh, not slowing down and uh, just taking taking apart everyone they meet. But, you know, it's the top four make the, make the playoffs, so anything can happen uh, on the final weekend. Tonight, uh, as you mentioned, there are uh, differing nights for because of uh, the scheduling, etc. But to, uh, Southern Hoiho tonight have a chance uh, to break their duck against the Tokomanawa Queens. Uh, have they got a chance in Dunedin? Yeah, I think they certainly have. You know, the Queens have been a little bit hot and cold as well, um, had a bit of injury themselves. So this is a real chance for the Hoyo down in Dunedin uh, to get their first win. Um, I think the neutral would be hoping they, they would for, you know, just to see them. They're working so hard down there. They're playing some good basketball. Uh, so it'll be a close one. And uh, the Northern Kahu are undefeated so far, as we mentioned, winning all six of their games. Their coach, Jody Cameron, has some impressive players on her side. Uh, what chance do the mainland Puakai have uh, when they meet? Yeah, so the Puakai, you know, you know, they were probably pre-season favourites. Uh, they've had a lot of disruption. Obviously, Elafotu and Mary Golding went away with the 3x3. They've had a little bit of injury as well. But this Kahu side have surprised people. Talia Tupai has come in and, you know, we knew she was good, but she has... She has been the star player in this competition so far, uh, along with their you know, band of Kiwis as well. Their guards are fantastic. They've got big Madison Wolves down low. They all play like Jody Cameron used to play. They are tough. They are physical. Uh, they don't take any prisoners. So um, it's going to be a tough game. But the Puakai, they run real deep. Uh, they've had their hot and cold moments, um, but they run really deep. So this is going to be you know, potential, the two best teams going at each other. Uh, I've been watching some of uh, the action, of course, um, in both leagues. Um, Stephen Adams there? was. Did I see Stephen Adams? Yeah, Stephen Adams was in Tauranga last night at the Fi game, yeah, which was great to see. You know, so many of these young, the young Kiwi players have gone through his camps and his academies uh, over the past few years, so they would have been absolutely buzzing to see him sitting courtside. In, in classic, you know, understated Stephen Adams fashion, you know, it wasn't publicised. He just snuck in and sat down and watched the game, but... Uh, the, the players would have been absolutely buzzing to see him there. If, if I had to pick an MVP on the games that I've seen so far, and Michaela Cox would be right up there. What a season she's having in clutch situations. She's 36 years old as well. It's phenomenal. And, the, you know, we, we talked about it before and when we first announced this league that um, it's, it's, it's for a lot of people, but it's for people just like her who haven't had the chance to play at home in a, in a league that matched their talent. Uh, and now she has, and she's making the most of it. And I know the Kahu, all their youngsters, you know, they're learning so much off Michaela Cox, and she's the real, you know, the the beating heart of that team and that organisation already. So, uh, and it's showing on the court. They look uh, impressive outfit, I've got to say. Can we switch now to the Sal's uh, NBL, Hugh, uh, for a moment or two? The Giants, Nelson Giants are on top of the table, which will please uh, you and your commentary partner, Phil Jones, I'm sure. Um, but it's it's been a bit, a bit of a topsy turvy competition. It's a bit hard to get a run on or, or run a form on some of these sides. Um, is it is it are Nelson the favourites this far out in your mind now? Oh, that's such a tough question. Um, topsy turvy is the word, right? There's no easy games out there. It's, it's literally anyone can beat anyone. We saw last weekend uh, the team in tenth beat the team in second. 
uh, and then the team in ninth were leading at half time and just about knocked off the team in first a day a day later. Uh, so anyone can be anyone on any given day, uh, and that's what we're staring down the barrel of. The Giants, yep, they've been the most consistent. They haven't lost away from home, so the final series being in Auckland uh, certainly won't worry them, um, you know, having not lost away from Nelson. Um, but I tell you the team to look out for, Smitty, and that's Taranaki. The Taranaki Airs are just cooking right now. They've won five in a row. Um, they are playing some great basketball. They've got two of the most... Um, two of them are just outrageously good players in the competition in Javante Douglas and Anthony Hilliard. Uh, no one is going to want to play Taranaki come finals week. And also, let's not forget the Wellington Saints who are just lurking uh, after a rough start to the season, one of their worst in their history, are just lurking outside the top six. They pretty much need to win through uh, to make it to the top six. But if they do and they sneak into uh, you know sixth place, you do not want to come up against that team on a run of form uh, and, and a team that knows how to win and a club that knows how to win on a run of form on finals week. So it's tough to put a tough to put your money on anyone right now. Well, I guess when you come to clutch situations and you're looking to um, perhaps nail any particular game or whatever, you need to look to inspiration. Uh, the Taranakis uh, have found that, of course. Uh, Trent Adams put together a really good uh, combination. His roster is very good. But then you've got Piero Cameron lurking as well. Uh, so it, it just seems a nice balance for the Taranaki side. Yeah, it really is. Um, you know, I, I laugh and joke and call them brains and brawn, um, but they're both incredible um, basketball minds, really likable people and, and great man managers. And, and like you say, there's no one in New Zealand basketball with more mana than Perro, uh, no one in the history of the game. So for those Taranaki players to look to the sideline, uh, and see him there wearing wearing their, their jersey and, and in their corner and helping them out. He does a lot of individual work with them, um, as well as you know helping Trent with with the team stuff. So uh, a great addition to to the Taranaki ears. And um, you know I, I'm sure Trent Adams loving having a guy like Perro as his right hand man as well. So uh, Hugh, we we were looking at the start of the season and we thought, man, what an impressive start! Have they hit the ground running? And we're talking about, of course, the Auckland Tuatara uh, and their new first season were under the new franchise name, etc. Um, but it's just come to a, a little bit of a stuttering halt of late. What's happened there? Well, Chris Johnson's not here at the moment, of course. He's over in America. You know, there's rumours that if they make the finals, that he'll be back for finals week, which would be a, a huge addition for the Tuatata, having the, the big rangy American back. Uh, remember, they're a really young roster. You know, Dante Russo-Nance, who's one of their key players, he's still at school. <laughs> That's how good he is. He's still at St. Kent. So... Um, it's a grind of a season, you know, when you're young and inexperienced, that, that can catch up on you. And I just think it's been a case of um, some of the teams working them out, some, some slightly off nights here and there, but they're still capable of beating anyone on the day. And Rob Lowe, of course, is second, I think, currently in MVP um, votes at the moment. So they're, they're good enough to go the whole way and having the final six in their home gym will help as well. Unfortunate, of course, that um, and it's unavoidable that, uh, of course, um, the Tall Blacks are away on international duty. So some of these franchises are impacted a wee bit, and that uh, goes a wee, a wee bit too for Otago Nuggets, who are without Sam Timmons, who haven't quite delivered to the extent that perhaps their sponsors might have. <laughs> yeah, they started so well, didn't they? And it's been tough. And you know, normally we we break for Tall Blacks activity. Um, but this tour activity snuck up on us because of the pandemic and no one's fault really, but FIBA's schedule, you know, was, was uh, all over the shop as, as impossible as it would have been put together. So going forward, we won't have this issue. We will break for tour blacks activity going forward. And uh, as we always have done, uh, this one just COVID inspired, but 
that Nuggets team can still beat anyone. You know, I feel like I say that about every team, and I do, because they can. Um, and they've got a big one this weekend. They had a big win uh, on the road last weekend as well, home last weekend, I should say. So they're, they're still there. They're still hanging around eight and seven, sitting in fourth position. Uh, Hawks are on eight wins as well. What a huge game that is. Game of the round tomorrow night between them and the Wellington Saints uh, after they got a bloody nose uh, the other week against, uh, last week against the Saints. So, uh, and then you've got the Corey Webster-inspired Bulls sitting there on seven, on seven wins as well, as well as the Rams. So it's the closest the league has been in decades. Um, it's yeah, an absolute it nightmare if you're trying to work out who's going to make the playoffs. It is. It is. It's quite difficult having a punt on it as well. I can promise you that. Um, <laughs> Hugh, let's uh, look also. Let's also have a look at the, the Tall Blacks, uh, who, who we just mentioned are in action at the moment, going well in the uh, Asia Cup uh, as well. Overnight, they defeated Syria 97-58. So they're winning these games, by a lot of them by comfortable margins. Uh, I'll face South Korea. How do you rate their chances against uh, South Korea? Yeah, I mean, the way they're going, I rate their chances against anyone right now. You know, this is a really um, young Tall Blacks team. Um, you know, Tohi Smith-Milner is really the veteran of the bunch, and, and he's still mid-20s. So um, it's great to see guys like Flynn Cameron. We talk about Perro. Well, his son Flynn Cameron is, is playing really well out there uh, in his first real go-around with the Tall Blacks. So it's, it's awesome to see. It's awesome to see a bit of a depth-building exercise. Again, I mentioned COVID. This, this Asia Cup has been postponed by a year so it doesn't have the same meaning that it would normally have in its uh, international window it doesn't account for qualification to anything like it would normally um so a great chance to blood these youngsters some of the other teams are doing that as well um korea is one of them so we're not going up against the, the best korean team but then again we're not throwing up the best tall blacks team as well so it's going to be really interesting i think they can beat them they absolutely can beat them uh, it's going to be probably the toughest game as it should be in the quarterfinal that they've had so far in this competition. So uh, it's going to be fun to watch. You know, it's just so much. Everybody looks at me. There's basketball happening left, right and centre. Yep. Great for a general manager that, I'm sure. Hugh Bainham, <laughs> thank you very much, my friend, uh, for your uh, wrap-up on uh, those respective leagues and uh, on the Tall Blacks as well. Uh, long may it continue and those numbers keep increasing at games and on television. Well done. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Uh, Hugh Bain and their general manager uh, of both the Sales NBL, of course, and the GJ Gardner, uh, Tau'i Aotearoa League, and it's inaugural season. It is going gangbusters, apparently, which is uh, terrific news. And, of course, uh, that's the league uh, where the women are getting paid equal to the men, and ain't the women happy about that. It is 10.16. We'll have a panel very shortly. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.